it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. What does Pete Buttigieg do all day? Like, what does he do all day? How does he fill up a day? He was on paternity leave. He was on vacation, flying around in private jets. He is a darling of the media. Other than being in the minds of the elite left, this sort of debonair epidemic, uh, academic gay man, his greatest accomplishment in life, at least in politics before becoming the Secretary of Transportation, was lighting a bridge in the small town where he was the mayor. We forget the fact that they had a, 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 allegedly a race-based police brutality issue with the police department that he oversaw in South Bend. That's forgiven, forgotten. For the federal government to come out and say every single flight was grounded because of a glitch. They're acting like it was 9-11 and they had to ground flights to prevent further terrorist attacks. Now, of course, it's, well, it's, it's outdated tech. We're going to hear Republicans want to cut the budget. The question then becomes, what the F have you been doing with all the money that we've pumped into the Department of Transportation and the FAA? Whenever I hear a bureaucrat or an agency chief cry poverty, that that's the answer to, that's, that's the reason why bad stuff happens. You'd have to pretend that these agencies don't have near to unlimited budgets. It was just a glitch. Are they covering for a Russian hack or a Chinese hack or a North Korean hack? How did the FAA have such a system failure that it resulted in every flight in the United States being grounded at once? What does this man do all day? I need to know. I need to know what Pete Buttigieg does from the minute he wakes up to the minute he goes to bed. And not the private personal stuff. I'm talking about professionally. What does the man do all day? Because I don't think we've ever seen this before. 7,000 plus flights were grounded all at once. And it wasn't that long ago that Pete Buttigieg and Chuck Schumer were wagging their fingers at Southwest Airlines. Have you ever thought that part of the problem with the airline industry is that it's so overregulated that innovation is stifled by incumbency? Ask yourself this. When was the last time outside of Tesla, outside of Tesla, there was a new American automobile company? It seems that the closer the federal government gets to any industry, the worse that industry gets. And when you, you know, I know I'm, I'm, I'm a little unhappy with uh, Newt Gingrich as of late, and I would tell him that. But I remember he once said something on this program that was very uh, profound, that, that industry leaders don't actually oppose new government regulation because what it does is protect them from more innovative competitors. So, for example, at the local level, right, if you have a gas tax at the state and local level that is so onerous, do you think mom and pop gas, who's more likely to be able to survive in a high tax, high regulated environment? Is it the mom and pop gas station where they have, you know, maybe four pumps 
Maybe they have a small snack shop and they do, you know, tune-ups and oil changes and brake jobs. Or do you think it's a giant corporate entity? What do I mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? If you have a mom-and-pop shop, right, that's the living of the people that own that gas station. They own that gas station. It's their bread and butter. Maybe one of the kids pumps gas. Maybe the mom works the register. The dad might be a hell. Maybe the mom's a mechanic, okay? Let's not make this about sex or gender or whatever. Let's say the mom is a mechanic and the dad runs the snack shop. If the taxes go up and they cannot make a living at it, then they're going to be out of business. But a giant corporation can afford that that loss because they're spreading their, they have many multiple locations that if the taxes knock out the mom and pop competitors, that just makes the space for what's left over in the giant corporate enterprises. Taxes and regulations benefit the biggest, most bloated companies in any environment. We should have a more vibrant airline industry with more competition. Now, there have been whatever. Is Kiwi still around? Is that Kiwi Jet still around? I don't remember. I think the last new, either Spirit, Allegiant, Frontier, those are the kind of budget uh, carriers. JetBlue might be the the last real upstart. I could be wrong, but just just as a as a you know as a consumer. But we've seen merger after merger after merger. There's very few airlines in this country, and these are these are the beneficiaries of massive government regulation and bureaucracy. And we're supposed to believe that Pete Buttigieg, who has no experience in transportation at all. I mean, at least you could say with Elaine Chao, she worked her way up in the Reagan administration. I'm not, look, I understand that Donald Trump had a picker, but at least she had experience. Pete Buttigieg, the idea that if somebody is smart academically, that their brain can just fit, that they are just the, the logical fit beyond people who may have more experience is just a stupid way of thinking. And this is what, this what is, it seems to flow more from the left than from conservatives. The idea, well, they went to Harvard or they, they are a Rhodes Scholar or they went here. Okay, but do they have any experience? Now, you might say, well, isn't it good to hire smart people? Yes, to work their way up but just to place them at the top of things. And I don't like it when Republicans do this. You know, we went for 45 years, 45 years through Republican and Democrat administrations before we actually got a CIA agent to run the CIA. Think about that. The CIA, much like the FBI, the FBI, what is the FBI controlled by? Who is it controlled by? Lawyers. Well, who's the last field agent to actually be the head of the FBI? To actually go through the FBI Academy, to oversee an investigation, to carry a badge and a gun. Comey's a lawyer. Ray's a lawyer. It's like we're getting away from people with experience and just assuming that academic pedigree is transferable to anything. I got news for you. It's not. Book smart doesn't trump experience in all in all cases. Well, book 
if somebody demonstrates book smartness, does that mean they might be a good candidate for something till they gain as they gain experience? Yes. Does it mean they automatically belong at the top? No. Pete Buttigieg flies around in a private jet. Not to promote transportation, to do interviews. He is self-serving right now. While the peons among us are stranded wherever they are or were stranded, it doesn't affect him. So what makes you think somebody who's unaffected by a problem is in any hurry to actually fix the problem other than to fix their resume? Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. Now, the oppo- the problem that we're also facing is when you deal with progressives and their set their their way of thinking for people who say that conservatives are black and white on some things we are that's true there's originalism and wrong when dealing with the constitution there's originalism and wrong there's no there's no gray area is originalism and wrong but for but for the left the left brain person thinks only in zeros and ones victim and oppressor all or nothing. So if you say, I think the federal government is not doing, well, what do you want? No regulation? Who said that? Who's ever said there should be no regulation at all of air transportation? Nobody has said, maybe there's some anarcho, anarcho-capitalists out there. But if you're looking, you can take the Laffer curve and apply it to just about anything, right? If there's a minimum and a maximum of government involvement, Maybe I can start calling myself a minarchist again. That I'm looking for the base level of government intervention. But the Democrats want only the maximum. And any question of the maximum is anarchy, right? So look at vaccine mandates. If you said, look, we have a pandemic. We should have a vaccine. Yes, we should have a vaccine. The vaccine should be made available. Yes, it should be made available. Should everybody be forced to take it lest they be treated like a second-class citizen? No. See, the minimum, there's a vaccine. It was developed in concert with the government between the private and public sector. Should that be mandated? No, that's the maximum. The minimum is that the vaccine is available. And in consult with your doctor, you should decide if you take the vaccine. But what we got from the Democrat left was everybody must take it or else. And the or else is we're all going to die. Well, that was not true. And we know it's not true. The idea that unless the federal government controls it, it cannot function. It will not survive. Nothing can go on without the federal government in total control of whatever it is. They have given us no information. And what we're going to get next is Chuck Schumer. And Hakeem Jeffries saying, well, this is why, this is what happens when we cut spending or we cut budgets or whatever. The answer always is, see, you can't live without trillion dollar deficits. You can't live with massive bloated budgets that nobody reads. The only route to salvation is through federal spending. Instead of recognizing that almost in every circumstance where the federal government involves itself in things to a point of total domination, 
The federal government is, in effect, the problem. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcount Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.